Welcome to A Brief Chat, I'm Jason Crane. Today is the 10th of June, no, July, <laughs> close enough. I don't know, you know, as I say, anytime I make a mistake with the date, who the hell even knows what the date is these days. Anyway, it's definitely the 10th of July in the year 2020. Taking a look at this day in radical history from the Slingshot Collective Day Planner, which you can get a copy of at slingshotcollective.org. On this date in 1875, Mary McLeod Bethune was born, black educator and activist. And taking a look at this day in radical history from the Certain Days calendar, which you can get at certaindays.org, in 1978, women at Bedford Prison in New York went on strike to protest beatings and harassment. It's Friday, and that means poetry. And since this week was June Jordan's birthday, I thought that I would play a couple recordings of June Jordan reading poems. These are from the Pen Sound archives, which I will put a link to in the show notes. And the archives are amazing. It's an incredible place to hear poets read their own work. This is from a recording at the Kelly Writers House at the University of Pennsylvania, April 23rd, 2001. And I'm going to uh, just play a few poems, essentially in order. Um, I'm going to skip the the introduction, but then I'm going to play four or five of June's poems in order, and that will make up this episode. So enjoy. Here from 2001 is June Jordan. Apart from avocados, I'd become interested early on in being chosen because of the Bible. The Lord was always choosing people or choosing sides or choosing one person, a Hebrew prophet, as his spokesman. If you got chosen as a people or a side, you'd win the battle or the mountain. If you got chosen as a spokesman, things could get pretty frightening. In fact, before it turned out that you would prevail. But in every case, it was the word of the Lord that mattered. He'd speak and either you'd obey or you'd find yourself in fantastic, often fatal difficulty. The word would come down from on high. Or there'd be thunder or a burning bush and that would translate into more of the Lord's orders for the day. And if you heard the thunder, then you had been chosen to lead inside a life or death context. God's word was nothing to ignore. So I stayed interested in the stories about the prophets. I wanted to be one, but I never really thought that could happen. I wouldn't be chosen. I wasn't big enough. Size was a sore point for me. I was always so small that my schoolmates called me shorty. And because I kept getting skipped out of one grade and into another, I'd always be the youngest one as well. That's why I particularly loved Samuel. He was just a little boy when God spoke to him. And Samuel thought somebody else was calling. And that happened two times. And then this older guy told Samuel to say, speak, Lord, for I am listening. And Samuel said that the third time. And then the Lord chose Samuel as his spokesman. And because he was chosen, Samuel became really powerful. And he was chosen because he heard the word of the Lord. And also there was Elijah. No one would give him the time of day. People made fun of him or forgot about him completely. So Elijah was about ready to give up. He needed the word of the Lord to tell him what to do and to prove to folks that he'd been chosen. So he ran away from everybody and tried to find a special place 
where the Lord could burn up a bush or whatever seemed necessary. <laughs> and there was a fire, but nothing happened after that. <laughs> and there was an earthquake, but nothing happened after that. And then, then God spoke to Elijah in a still, small voice. And Elijah was really listening. And he heard the word of the Lord. He'd been chosen. And after that, a lot happened. But it was all okay for Elijah. <laughs> Most people search all of their lives for some place to belong to, as you said. But I look instead into the eyes of anyone who talks to me. I search for a face to believe and belong to, a loosening mask with a voice, ears, and a consciousness breathing through a nose I can see. Day to day, it's the only way I like to travel, noticing the colors of a cheek, the curvature of brow, and the public declarations of two lips. Okay, I did not say male or female. I did not say Serbian or Tootsie, I said, what tilts my head into the opposite of fear or dread is anyone who talks to me. A face to claim or question my next step away or else towards. Fifteen anemones dilated well beyond apologies for such an open centerpiece that soft forever begs for bees. One morning, and the bird song and the dew-struck honeysuckle blending invitations to dislodge my fingers tangling with my sunlit lover's hair. A face to spur or interdict my mesmerized approach or else my agonized reproach to strangulations of the soul that bring a mother to disown her children, leaving them alone to feed on bone and dust. A face despite a corpse invasion of the cradle where I rock my love alive. A face despite numb fashions of an internet connection between nobody and no one. A face against the narcoleptic antiseptic chalk streaks in the sky that lie and posit credit cards and starched de facto exp exposés as copacetic evidence that you and I need no defense against latrine and bully bulletproof decisions launched by limousines dividing up the big screen into gold points cold above the valley of the shadow of unpardonable tiny, 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 this breathing and that breath and then that and that, that death. I search a face, a loosening mask with voice, ears, and a consciousness breathing through a nose that I can see. I search a face for obstacles to genocide. I search beyond the dead and, driven by imperfect visions of the living, yes and no, I come and go back to the eyes of anyone who talks to me. I have seen concrete disintegrate under the weight of water. I have seen stone and steel yield to students, civil, disobedient, and fasting, and lasting open to the rain. And goodbye to the men, and goodbye to the women, angry at the wind, frightened by the bright light, horrified by strangers. Goodbye, goodbye. I have heard the tender speaking of many tongues. 
I have heard the breaking voice beg. Here ends civility. Now we know the strategy of stars continuous, exempt from tinkering and beyond numerical reduction. Now we know the strategy of trees that flourish, roots protected or exposed above the famished or the flooded earth and lifting, always lifting up the air itself. No more polishing of pain. Here ends surrender. I have seen the face of every promise from the sun. I have seen the bestial kneel beside the bodies of young poets standing in your tears. Because it was raining outside the palace, because there was no rain in her vicinity, because people kept asking her questions, because nobody ever asked her anything, because marriage robbed her of her mother, because she lost her daughters to the same tradition, because her son laughed when she opened her mouth, because he never delighted in anything she said, because romance carried the rose inside a fist, because she hungered for the fragrance of the rose, because the jewels of her life did not belong to her, because the glow of gold and silk disguised her soul, because nothing she could say could change the melted music of her space, because the privilege of her misery was something she could not disgrace, because no one could imagine reasons for her grief, because her grief required no imagination, because it was raining outside the palace, because there was no rain in her vicinity. And that was June Jordan. You can find the rest of that poetry reading and much more at Penn Sound, and I'll put a link to Penn Sound and that particular reading in the show notes of this episode. I'll be back tomorrow if you're a member. If you want to become a member, it's super easy. Just go to abriefchat.com, click on support the show, and at three different membership levels, you can become a member and get some cool stuff, including a weekly bonus episode. If you're not a member, I'll be back on Monday. Either way, have a great weekend. I love you. A better world is possible, but there's a lot of work to do. Please.